This episode contains adult language, mature situations, regret, bullying, physical disabilities, a need to redeem oneself from the perils of peer pressure. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 292, Remedying a Mistake from the Past. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and vague reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. This is your host Zan, um, greeting you, saying, what's up? Hope you guys are doing good. I uh, hope you had a very good week so far. And you probably noticed I'm not as jovial or as fun as usual. The reason why is today's episode, I'm going to be a little more serious because of the subject matter at hand. Now, if you're joining us for the first time, Spirekin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. Every episode, I'll talk about one to two manga titles, tell you the pros and cons about how the the manga itself is, how the Arcella's characters are designed, and if it's worth reading or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I say, but I try to be as informative, educational, entertaining, and impartial as possible. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com or the various social links that we have in the show notes below. Now that that is out of the way, let's get to the review at hand. So in the last episode, I spun the wheel of manga, and it dictated unto me that I'd be reviewing a manga that was written by... Yoshitoki Oima uh, in 2013 to 2014 for Kodansha. It's a shonen series that has seven volumes and it is a drama romance that was recently adapted into a very popular and award-nominated animated film. Now, the manga I'm talking about is Ega Koi no Katachi or The Shape of the Voice, or as we have it released over here by Kodansha USA, A Silent Voice. This is the story of Shoya Ishida, this former delinquent who, in sixth grade, or fifth grade, he bullied a new student that arrived who had a physical disability, uh, Shoko Nishimiya, uh, Nishimiya, who is a deaf student who... He, some, he felt something was wrong with her, and as kids do, he ended up picking on her and was merciless to her. However, the problem was that once she transferred, the entire school and all of his friends turned on him, made him feel pretty isolated, and made his life a living hell. To the point of when he tried to interact with the other students, they would just deny him or treat him horribly came to the point where he would visualize them, look at them, and he'd just see X's over their face, which is a very common element that appears in this manga. It's shown a lot. And since he's been suffering so much, he eventually realizes the problem that he had, where it was that he had, he had done wrong, and karma was going to get him. So what he does is he ends up selling all of his items, all of his stuff, his phone, all of it, to get some money because... His mom was forced to pay a large sum of money to replace a pair of hearing aids that he ended up damaging that belonged to Nishimiya. So he gives the money to his mom, and then he ends up going looking for Nishimiya. He ends up going to her school and trying to talk to her. And not just talk to her, he ends up speaking to her in sign language because he took years studying it so he could talk to her and apologize for the things he had done. Now, originally he was looking for forgiveness so that he could, once he was forgiven, he could go through with his plan. 
And if you go to his room, you see there's an ominous calendar with a date circled. But as he ends up interacting with uh, Shoko, he ends up seeing that they're both suffering. And he decides to redeem himself by reconnecting Shoko with former friends, the students who were trying to be nice to her, who he ended up bullying or the other kids in his class bullied because they were just as merciless as he was, even though they said, no, we had nothing to do with it. It was all Shuya. And it wasn't just Shuya's fault. It was all their faults, but they didn't want to reveal it. And as he is redeeming himself, he ends up seeing that he is a better person for He does things that he wouldn't have done when he was younger. For example, there's a kid who's being almost bullied, and he ends up giving his bike to this bully to take care of it. He wouldn't have done that as a kid. As a kid, he was a daredevil. He was crazy. He would have just punched the guy. He said, no, no, no. Here, you want to borrow that guy's bike? Take my bike. Just bring it back. And this kid that he meets, this friendless fat boy, ends up becoming his best friend and doing everything he can for Shoko, Shoya and Shoko. He ends up giving him money when he doesn't have it. He's like, oh, I want to take her. I mean, I think maybe she'd like to go out. I don't know. Well, I don't know what to do. He's like, here, take her out. Here's money. But that's like 30,000 yen. That's 300 bucks. Don't worry about it. You can pay me back whenever. I appreciate you. And he even gets to the point where his friend, Tomohiro Nagatsuka, ends up making a whole movie, which is a love letter to his friendship with Shoya. And it shows how Shoya being good is actually impacting things and he's opening up more, even though at times they both suffer from depression because he's not the only one who's depressed. Shoya is extremely depressed and very sad. It's a tragic story that has a bright ending at the end of it, perhaps. But the general plot of it is setting up this story of these two who've hurt each other. Well, this one kid who hurt someone and he's trying to fix himself because he is a little bit of a piece of shit. Let's be honest. He's a piece of shit. However, he does learn from his mistakes. And this manga is a great story of bullying and it's one which actually pushes for that conversation of why bullying is wrong and also it's intriguing because it has a character that is deaf and it's a prominent character and it's so important this manga is supported by the japanese federation of the death because of that and it's been nominated for so many awards it actually won the new creator prize in 2015 and it also won an eisner in 2016 so it is an award-winning manga and while it and it's addictive to read it's i ended up buying the first three volumes i read the first one and i was like i gotta pick up the second one then i gotta pick up the third one and then i ended up trying to find the fourth one i had to order it so i'm waiting on that it's a story which needs to be told and while I haven't gone over the nuances of the story, I haven't talked about the basic side characters like Naoki Ueno, the girl who liked Shoya. In order to get him to like her, she ended up treating Shoko like complete shit. And now in the present, she's going to treat Shoko like shit because 
she sees her as a rival for Shoya's affection. Then you have uh, Shoko's little sister, Yuzuru, who some people think is a boy because he cut, she cut her hair so that her mom didn't torture Shoko because of all the pressure that she has. It's, it's They're multifaceted characters. And I've got to say, it is a very powerful book. And again, I'm going to have to give this a really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't read this now, your brain will freeze your eyes and swap your soul. It's forfeit to the Great Zone of It is a very excellent manga. And I think it's one that should be read because it does focus on bullying and why bullying is not a good thing to do. It's a horrible thing to do. More point that, it also deals with uh, uh, depression and suicidal thoughts. And it focuses on why you should do that. It, do, it more point that it shows how you should always have help. It's not you're not alone in this world. You think you are, you're gonna be crushed. But there are people you can reach out to, friends, family, loved ones. So with that in mind, if you disagree with me or you have any comments or concerns, you can email me zanspirekin.com, and. Um, yeah, that's all I can say about this. This is a tough one to talk about, especially with some of the more disturbing scenes about it. Also, there is some really tough scenes that hit close to home. But I digress. So let's get to the part you've all been waiting for, the Wheel of Manga. So the Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to spin the Wheel of Manga, whatever number it lands, and that's what we're reviewing the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 293. And uh, we have some very positive manga on here, some which are a lot better and more uplifting than this one. So let's spin and see what we're going to review in the next episode, shall we? Number four, Chuka Ichiban, the best in Chinese food or, as it's known in the anime form, Cooking Master Boy. So a food manga, so that should be a little more uplifting. Maybe it'll be something good to talk about. We'll see. So thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. I hope you guys have a great week. And um, you stand
寂寞。